0: In 2023, I am striving to value community over competition, and here's why. Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Spacebar. This is the podcast for anyone that performs on stage with Ableton Live. My name is Wilf, we've never met before, and so glad you are here today. Uh, I, I'm talking about something a little different. Sometimes we talk about things that are very technical. Sometimes we talk about things that are a little more philosophical. Today is one of those that's a little more philosophical. I promise I'm going to keep this as short as possible, but I want to share something that um, is, is kind of becoming a marching call for me uh, uh, for 2023, and that is to try to value community over competition. I want to stay upfront. I don't think competition is bad. I think competition tends to make things better. Uh, It tends to uh, make us want to be better at what we do, but I can speak from personal experience. There was a time where I was just a complete a-hole. Apologies for—I mean, I didn't say the word—but apologies for being maybe a little crude this this uh, upfront in the episode, less than a minute of the episode. But um, it, earlier in my career, I was just a complete jerk to people um, that I thought, you know, were competing with me, and and even more. Uh, important. I thought every single person I was doing similar things to me was competing with me. So uh, there's no Ableton Live certified trainer that knew more than me. Um, There was no company that created better content than me. Uh, I was just a jerk. Just put it plain and simple. And maybe it's the wisdom that comes with, with living a little longer. Maybe it's the, uh, the uh, peace that comes with uh, knowing your worth isn't in the work you do. Um, who knows what it is? Maybe it's a combination of things. But I, I'm starting the older I get to realize community is way more valuable than competition. And again, competition is not a bad thing, but I think there's ways to do competition uh, well Uh, but community, I think, is more valuable. So for me, there's still an element of a desire to be the best Ableton Live certified trainer, to walk into a gig and people feel confident that because Will's there, we're going to have flexibility and freedom with tracks. Um, and, and, uh, you know, that's still there and that's still very important to me, but more so than that is the community of people I surround myself with and being someone that makes things better for the community, not just myself. So I have five things I want to share again here really, really quickly. We've had some long episodes lately, so I'm going to try to go short on this one. And every time I say that I go long, but I promise I'm going to try to go short. Um, but let's talk about why I think this is important. Community over competition. Number one, you can't possibly, or even physically do every job. So let's say you're a playback tech. Let's say you're a guitar player. You can't get mad at your friend that's a guitar player that got a gig because you cannot physically do that gig and this other gig that are happening at the same time. Now, I guess you could pre-record your guitar parts and say, hey, I can't be there, but you could play my guitar part in the stems. I don't know that people would want to do that. But there's literally the demand for jobs, positions, and roles far outweighs supply available right Um, the, the the roles needed to do playback and to do playback well there's far more of those open waiting to be filled than there are currently filled so Again, let's just say, you know, for me as an Ableton Live certified trainer, someone who um, early in my career, and I still do this, creates content for YouTube, instead of me just being a a jerk to other people that create content on YouTube or getting so offended and so uptight when someone creates a video similar to something I teach and doesn't give me credit, I want to, like, cheer them on. I want to celebrate them because I can't possibly create video content for every single niche. Um, even if I did, even if I tried to go, okay, I'm going to create how to use Ableton for worship leaders, how to use Ableton for live looping artists, how to use Ableton for backing tracks. I mean, there's not enough days. There's not enough, enough hours, minutes, uh, in my lifetime to create enough content to reach everyone. But as opposed to that, if I back up a little bit, if I find my worth, not in what I do, Uh, and go oh that's cool I can do this video Jake can do this video Matt can do this video Christian can do that video and we're cool everything's cool baby like everything's fine Um, then if I approach it from that perspective and realize I can't possibly physically do every single job life is so much better man and and again that's choosing community over competition number two the best the most skilled people I know are open-handed and what I mean by that is again when I started I I honestly thought about this the other day, is I would have people reach out to me, uh, and I had someone in particular, and I, I, as I'm saying this, maybe I should text this person because they they came to mind, um, but reach out to me and said, hey, I'm considering becoming an Ableton Live certified trainer. Um, and I think their question was maybe a little immature. I think they said something like, can you send me your curriculum? Of course, I'm not going to send you my curriculum, but a deeper level of what they were saying as we communicated, they kind of wanted to know some tips and tricks to become a certified trainer. And, um, and I think maybe they said curriculum wrong, but it was more of like, can you like help me to become a Ableton Life certified trainer as well? And, um, and I can't remember if I ghosted them or what my response to them was, but every time I think of this guy, uh, and I've ran into him a couple times and, you know, we haven't texted recently, but, uh, I've always gone, man, why was that such a freaking a-hole back then? Like, yeah, I'm not going to give you my curriculum, but why didn't I go, dude, I want to cheer you on. I want to help you become an Ableton Live certified trainer because we need more Ableton Live certified trainers. Than we, we need more people that do a good job at their job and help serve other people because there's a, a lot of um, need in the world for people to serve people, right? Uh, I mean, big picture, but even just in this world of playback techs and Ableton people. Uh, I think of two of uh, my good friends that I wrote down here and I've mentioned them many times before. Mike McKnight, Laura Escaday. Uh, Mike is, is the godfather of playback. Laura is the very world's first Ableton Live certified trainer. She runs electronic creatives. and both of them, I see people that are very open-handed. We'll talk about something that they do uh, really, really well that I aspire to do. But they are people that don't hold tight to their secrets. They literally share their secrets with other people. They literally share opportunities with other people. Because you think about it, it's like if a gig, an opportunity for a gig comes up, And if you're very close-fisted and standoffish, your arms are crossed in the corner because you're worried, well, if that person fills in for me, then maybe they'll take my gig. Well, don't you think there'll be another gig for you? Uh, In fact, I know someone, completely different skill set, but I I know someone I used to work with. There's no way they'll see this episode. They were a camera operator and um, they were so closed handed, so tight-fisted that they in like 15 years never took a vacation. Because they were terrified that if someone filled in for their position one time, then they would lose their job. And I just always looked on that and I went, that's like a terrible way to operate, right? If you, again, value community over competition and go, hey, I want to actually train up the next guy. I remember years ago, I don't know if I ever shared this story. uh, There's a a leadership author, John Maxwell. He always talks about replacing yourself, you know, training other people, replacing yourself. One of my all-time favorite authors of all time, um, uh, you know, Michael Scott always jokes about he'll die. That uh, he'll cry the day Steve Martin dies. I'll I'll cry the day Seth Godin dies. But Seth Godin, and he wrote a book called Lynchpin, uh, how to make yourself irreplaceable. And um, I was struggling with this idea of how do I reconcile John Maxwell's thing with Seth Godin's thing? You should replace yourself. Um, you know train other people up to replace yourself and Seth Godin saying you should be irreplaceable surely these are in conflict so I did what everyone does I emailed Seth and Seth is the coolest guy in all of the world and one of these days I will meet him to shake his hand fist bump him to say thank you but he emailed right back and he said the only way you can ever move up is to replace yourself so to truly be irreplaceable uh, to, to get to the next gig to get to the next thing you have to replace yourself and if you think about that think about the very first gig you ever got the very first job you ever got probably most of us go man that was a stepping stone to get here and here and here well imagine if you held on so tightly to that thing that you you never wanted anyone else to do it you never would have been able to get to this job right and that gig and so again i look at mike i look at laura and they're just both such great examples of people that are open-handed that are going i'm going to teach you how to do what i'm doing there are people that are saying, I'm going to provide opportunities for other people to do this, other gigs for other people. And that's made them two of, if not the most successful people in this industry. Number three, and I see this both in Mike and Laura a lot, is community inspires learning. Uh, the people, again, that are the most skilled people that I know uh, are constantly learning. Uh, you know, Mike, I've told this story many times, this is a from studio to stage subscriber. He paid out of his own pocket to join the site, became a lifetime member, and Mike is constantly emailing. In fact, he emailed me yesterday. I got an email him back. Um, and engaging with content. And engaging with content that, I mean, he's the guy that's doing this for the, the biggest artist in the world and has taught so many people how to do this. And he's still learning. And if he's still learning, I can learn. Community inspires learning because you look on it what other people are doing. And again, you can cheer them on and you can see what this person did. And you go, oh, that's really interesting. I want to reach out to them. Hopefully they'll be open-handed and share their knowledge about this. But I want to reach out to them and see how they did it. If not... I now know it's possible, I'm gonna figure it out. Like and that's again where that competition piece is is good where again, I'm skipping ahead to my last point here, competition can make the community better in that sense where like I see what this person does and I go, "Oh, I'm gonna figure that out. And then I figured out, maybe I figured out a different way and can share and the whole community can learn then. Community definitely inspires learning. Now I wanna share final two tips here in just a second, but before I do that, want to ask you to consider subscribing, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Enable the bell icon so you can see when I go live. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify then uh, please consider giving a rating or review. If you like this content, it really, it truly does help. And then the most important thing you can do whether you're watching or listening is to share this episode or any previous episode of Behind the Space Bar that you've enjoyed with someone that you think would enjoy it. Uh, Word of mouth is the best referrals, is the absolute best form of marketing because someone that you trust says, hey, I think you would like this, you check it out, and then the word spreads. So um, that would be absolutely amazing if you could do that. Okay, number four, reason that community... We should value community over competition. Community makes you better. Um, again, uh, just looking at what other people are doing, and we should cheer on what other people are doing. We should have uh, celebrate the successes of other people. That's something of, of, of uh, kind of core value that my family, my wife, and I have decided it's going to be a core value of us. We're going to celebrate other people's success, uh, successes. So even people that uh, I've worked with in the past that have been less than stellar to me, um, I celebrate... Their successes. I celebrate when they do or succeed in something uh, because that makes me a better person. Again, um, you know, uh, bitterness is a terrible, terrible pill to swallow. Bitterness is, is, I always heard it's uh, people saying it's the, um, you know, swallowing poison and hoping the other person dies first. Forgiveness is an incredibly valuable tool. So even if you're looking at someone that's in your community and you're going, man, that SOB, he stole this, he did that, he did this, that sort of thing. Man, Forgive. I, I just finished a really amazing book called um, *In the Blood*. I think that was the one. Let me just look here. Uh, by Jack Carr, one of my favorite authors. Yeah, *In the Blood*. And it's this spy thriller that's about you know revenge and murdering people and blah blah blah. But the basis of this book is forgiveness. And you may think, how do those two things go together? Well, Jack Carr can make them go together. But um, that whole just bit of forgiveness and forgiving people if um, they did something wrong to you in the community. Uh, The community's gonna make you better because you forgive them, you can celebrate their success and you can cheer them on as they're doing things. And again, you look on and see what this person's doing and you go, oh, that means I can actually do that. I wanna try to do that. You, uh, someone in the community learns a new skill, they're open-handed, shares that with you. Again, we go back to the previous one. It helps you learn. It makes the whole community better uh, as opposed to just one individual. Uh, I had a friend many, many years ago, Doug, still a great friend. Um, uh, and he told me a long time ago, he said, your, most of your successes in life have been individual successes. And he said, you need to move to where you learn to lead teams that have successes. And I did that in a few different roles, a church I worked at in Florida. Um, when I worked at multitracks.com, leading a product team of people that created really successful, great products that are still going, which is great. Uh, And many of them have moved into full-time product roles, which is really, really fun and uh, exciting for me to see. But um, now I work for myself, I own my own company, but what's really, really cool is getting messages, Instagram messages from people that are using Ableton for their church, using Ableton on the road with major artists, that are using Ableton for themselves as solo artists, and they're successful at it. And then those people are now starting to teach other people how to use it to me, that's far more successful and gratifying than if I was like, I'm going to be the best, whatever. And I just held on to all my knowledge as opposed to trying to share what I've learned and to help equip the community better. Okay. Final thing here, number five, I think, yeah, that's five things. I'm looking at my list here and occasionally I'll say five and it's actually six. This is five things. Number five, competition makes the community better and community makes the competition better. And again, I started saying we should value community over competition. Hopefully you got the idea that competition is not all bad. But really the, the, the cool thing about this is when you see it come full circle, again, when I see students that are out doing really cool things, it inspires me to be better. And so I'm going to compete, not with them, but with myself to be better. When I... a new skill when i learn a new way to explain something that makes me better that then makes this person better and then they take that and explain it to someone else and it makes them better so competition makes a community better and community makes a competition better and again if i could gosh hit rewind go back 10 15 years to the start of my career Um, I would do a lot of things differently. I would value community over competition. I would still strive to be the best Ableton Live certified trainer, the best product designer that I could be, the best creative director I could be, all these different roles I've served in. Um, But I wish I would have done it in community. And so that's a big thing for me. In 2023, I'm hoping to value community over competition. Let me know, what's your big goal for 2023? Maybe it's philosophical. Maybe it's a very practical thing, but leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube. Let me know. Um, what what your goal is. Let me know how everything I said sits with you. If you disagree, if you push back, if you agree, if you have some extra stuff to to add into there, uh, let me know because I want to hear from you. And I'm hoping in 2023, we can all choose to value community over competition i'm super thankful for this community if you're a part of it then just go ahead and subscribe over on youtube enable the bell icon so you don't miss out and you can continue to engage in the community and if you're part of the community over on apple Podcasts, spotify then make sure you like and rate and review over there Uh, and then again share this with someone you think would enjoy it thanks for being a part of the community here's to an amazing 2023 i know we are doing this episode later in the year or later in the beginning of the year But I still hope you have an amazing 2023. I hope you realize you're loved. You have an amazing purpose. Have a great week. Take care, everybody. See you next week.